Hey, this is Matthew Lilly. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers podcast. It can be really hard to pray and to not stop. To be consistent in your prayer life is one of the biggest challenges for those who are trying to pursue God and be faithful to Him and have a relationship with Jesus. Being faithful in prayer can be really challenging sometimes. Even for me, I'm a full-time prayer missionary. Part of my job is prayer. And even for me, being consistent is really hard. But I have good news. Jesus gives us some help in Luke chapter 18 in the Bible. We're going to go there today, and we're going to look at what Jesus says about how we can stay faithful and consistent in prayer and to not give up. And I think it's going to really help you pursue God this year. Welcome to the podcast today. If you're new, thank you so much for tuning in. The Presence Pioneers podcast exists to equip you and your community to experience and to host the presence of God through day and night worship and prayer, because we believe God's presence changes everything. And so what we do is we release episodes on Thursdays. They're either short little Bible teachings like the episode today, or they're extended conversations and interviews with key leaders of worship and prayer ministries or Bible teachers. And it's all centered around equipping you to host and experience the presence of God. So hit subscribe right where you are, track with us so that you can get this content to you every week to help you in your walk with Jesus. You can also visit our website to learn more, presencepioneers.org. We've got all of our previous episodes up there. You can search by keyword, or you can just binge watch or listen to all of them. You can also just learn more about our ministry in general or make a donation to just say thank you and help support the podcast. And we really appreciate that. All right, guys. Well, Let's dive into Luke chapter 18. If you're not driving or exercising or something, if you're just sitting there, you can look look up this passage if you'd like. The, the heart of what I'm gonna share today, just sort of a summary statement is this. We won't pray until we hear his word and he won't delay when he hears our prayers. I'm gonna say it again. We won't pray until we hear his word and he won't delay when he hears our prayers. So we're talking about persistence in prayer today, how to not give up. So I want to read this parable that Jesus taught, the first eight verses of Luke chapter 18. I think it's going to really help us all. I know that uh, I'm, as I'm recording this, it's pretty early in the year 2021, and a lot of people you know, make New Year's resolutions. And, and a lot of times for believers, part of our resolutions are we want to read the Bible more, we want to pray more, that kind of thing can be very easy to fall out of those initial pursuits and those initial disciplines. But I think that God has given us some strategy on how to be faithful in prayer. Luke 18 verse 1 says, He told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterwards he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice, so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. 
Will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? So there's so much here we could talk about, but Jesus gives away the meaning of this parable right at the beginning, which is nice because some of his parables are very confusing. But here Jesus comes right out and says, or at least Luke says exactly what Jesus was getting at. He says, he told them a parable so that they always ought to pray and not lose heart, that there should be continual prayer and that they wouldn't give up, as it says in some translations. So if we want to learn how to pray and not give up, we've got to learn the secrets of this parable of the persistent widow. Remember, we won't pray until we hear his word and he won't delay when he hears our prayers. And so let's talk about praying continually. And this first part of this phrase that I, that I have here, we won't pray until we hear his word. So the key to understanding Luke chapter 18 in this parable of the persistent widow is you have to understand that it's a contrast and not a comparison. So if you just looked at it at first glance, you might say, well, God is uh, this grumpy judge and we are this widow and we're begging God to do some good things. And therefore, that's what prayer is like, that we are begging God to do something. And that would be a misunderstanding. Jesus is not giving us uh, a comparison here. He's giving us a contrast that if a widow could get an unjust judge to grant her request, how much more would a good, loving father who our God is grant the request of his sons and daughters who he loves? That's the contrast here. So we have to understand who God is and who we are because God is not a grumpy judge who's not wanting to do good in the earth. He longs to release his kingdom and his goodness. He longs to bring healing and salvation and make make the world a better place to make the wrong things right. That's his longing and desire. And we are his sons and daughters. And so there's a contrast here between the story. Jesus is saying a widow, even in that, in that culture, especially a widow woman had basically no influence, especially on a judge who was in a high place of authority saying, even if just her persistence could change things, how much more would our persistence and our constant prayer change things. So he's trying to help us to understand the key is that we need to know who God is. We need to know who we are, because when we understand that, it will change everything. The point is we need to know that we're going to a loving father who longs to do good things. And we need to know that we're his sons and daughters. If we think we're coming to a God who's grumpy, who's ornery, who might, you know, smite us with lightning from the sky or something crazy like that, we're not going to want to pray, right? If we're feeling condemnation and shame and those kinds of things, we don't understand the grace and the forgiveness of God. If we don't understand what Jesus has done on the cross for us, then we're going to be hesitant to approach his throne over and over again. But when we understand who we are and we understand who God really is, then we're going to not stop going. Why would we stop coming to a God who's so amazing, who's so full of unfailing love. Why would we stop talking to the most wonderful, beautiful being in the entire universe, right? And so that's what Jesus is trying to get us to understand. He's saying, look, you've got to know who God is. You've got to know who the Father is, and you've got to know who you are 
That's key for you to keep coming. And it's how I'm going to release my kingdom. He hits on a similar topic in chapter 11 of Luke as well. Starting at verse nine, Jesus says, I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? So if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? We have a heavenly father who is good and we are his children. And he says, ask, seek, and knock. There's amazing things I want to do. Keep coming to me. Keep coming to me. So the secret in prayer is not understanding prayer as much as understanding who it is we're praying to. That's the key is, is it's not about us or our self-discipline or whatever, but it's about who he is. And we understand who he, hit, who he is, then we keep uh, in steady, faithful relationship with him. Verse seven says that, uh, will God not avenge his elect who cry out to him? We are his elect. We are his chosen ones. That's what elect means. It means we are chosen by God. He looks at us and he says, I want you. I want you coming to me. I love you. I've chosen you. I've died for you on the cross. I've sent my son. I've come to rescue you back because I want you. You're my elect and I love you. Come to me in prayer. That's what the Lord is saying to us right now. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content, such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. And there's this connection here in verse 8. Uh, it says, When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? There's this connection to faith. We have to understand the role of faith in all this. Jesus is saying, will not God bring justice to his elect who cry out day and night? And he connects that idea to the idea of those who have faith. So he's saying those who pray consistently have faith. Those who cry out day and night are the ones that have faith. Now, what does prayer have to do with faith? Well, Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. 
So faith is when we hear the word of God and we agree with it and we believe it. So faith is saying yes to the word of God. It's alignment with his word. And so when we hear the word of God and we and we see what God says and we agree with it, it gives us faith. What does this have to do with what I've already said? Well, when we hear what God says about himself, who he is, we say, yes, that's faith. When we see what God's word says about who we are, we say, yes, and then that's faith. When we see what God wants to do and we say, yes, Lord, do it, that's faith. So our consistency and our persistence in prayer is rooted in the word of God. It's, it's, it's our faith in him. It's our faith in his word. We say, yes, you are who you said you are. Yes, you. I am who you say I am. And I believe you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And so I'm going to keep coming to you because I'm seeing who you are and I'm believing who that you really are who you say you are. I'm believing that I am your son and your daughter and I can come into your presence and you love me and that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. I believe that you're going to pour out your spirit. I believe that you want to release your kingdom onto the earth. And so those things, those revelations of who God is and who we are and what he wants to do, uh, the faith that comes in response to his word, that's what roots us and grounds us in, in faithful prayer. That's what he's saying. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find people who have said yes to his word, who have believed in what he has said, how he has revealed himself to be, and therefore they are praying? Because if they believe me, then they're going to keep coming to me. They're going to keep uh, agreement and alignment with my word, and they're going to stay in faithful prayer. So there's this connection between faith and prayer. We won't pray until we hear his word. We've got to hear his word and believe it, and that's what keeps us steady for the long haul. And he won't delay when he hears our prayers. So, of course, you know, we want to be faithful in prayer, but what what does it say here about God, it says, will not God give justice to his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay longer over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. So God has promised in Luke 18, those who cry out day and night, he's going to release his justice. What is God's justice? It's making the wrong things right. It means that his kingdom is beginning to break in. In the kingdom of God, there's justice, there's righteousness. That's the foundation of of his throne. And so he's saying, uh, as you cry out, I'm going to begin to release my kingdom. As you pray, I'm going to release justice into the earth. I'm going to confront evil. I'm going to confront evil in your life and in the life around you, in your city, in your nation. As you pray, cry out as an intercessor day and night, I'm going to release my justice. I'm going to change things. When I hear your prayers, I'm going to move and act. Listen, guys, God could just in in a moment, he could just make everything right. He could just immediately fix the world if he wanted to do that. But the way he's chosen to do that is through partnership with humanity. He always changes the world through partnership with humanity. He brings his kingdom to the earth through his people. And one of the major ways he does that is through intercession, through intercessory prayer. So he says, I want to bring justice to the earth and I'm going to delay unless, unless there's an intercessor, unless there's those who cry out day and night. If there's those who cry out day and night, then I won't delay. Then I will release my kingdom. I will release my justice. And that happens 
in a measure right now as God's kingdom advances and people are saved and healed and the world is transformed, but it's going to come in fullness when Jesus himself returns, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? So there's going to be this culmination of, of revival and the movement of God's spirit in the earth. There's going to be amazing things that the Lord does on the earth, a, a great harvest, I believe, at the end of the age, but ultimately the justice we're crying out for and longing for is going to come. The kingdom of God is going to come in fullness when the son of man returns, when Jesus himself comes to the earth. And that is the ultimate culmination of our, of all of our prayers and all of our cries for his kingdom and for justice on the earth. So we won't pray until we hear his word and he won't delay when he hears our prayer. So we need to believe God. We need to know who he is. We need to see him rightly. We need to know who we are. We need to have faith and, and, and believe that he is who he says he is, that we are who we say we are. He says we are, that his kingdom is going to come, that all of his promises are yes and amen. And we need to cry out consistently day and night for his kingdom. I pray today that the word of God in Luke 18 and Jesus's words will stir your heart and root you and ground you in deeper faith. God, in Jesus' name, anyone who watches or hears this podcast, I pray for a fresh revelation of who you are to touch their hearts, that spirit of wisdom and revelation. God, if there's any misconceptions or misunderstandings about who you are or who they are, let them see you as the father, the father that runs off the porch and pursues his sons and daughters wraps his arms around them and shows them love and invites them home. Every time that we approach you, Jesus, that that's your posture. Help us to see you, Father, that your arms are open, that you're full of love and grace and kindness, Lord. Help us to see that you're endlessly patient towards us. Help us to see you rightly so that we keep coming and keep coming and keep coming like that persistent widow, but not as a widow, as sons and daughters, that we keep coming to you day and night, and that we're crying out that your kingdom would come, and that your will would be done. I pray that you would raise up intercessors who are rooted and grounded in your love, who know that they're sons and daughters and are consistent and persistent and faithful in prayer day and night until you return, Jesus. Amen. Well, bless you guys. I hope that was helpful for you in pursuing the Lord and in your pursuit of prayer as well. Uh, again, please hit subscribe if you're not subscribed, wherever you're tuning in, that would be great. If you're on YouTube, hit the little like button, little thumbs up, leave us a comment. If you're on Apple, give us a rating, give us a review. All of those things help uh, these episodes get out to more people. And ultimately it strengthens the prayer movement. Jesus is glorified. And uh, please share these on social media as well with your friends, send the link to some people. And uh, let's get the, these messages out to people to help day and night worship and prayer increase all over the world. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget God's presence changes everything. Blessings.